Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. How does it work? Who who kicks it off? Is it the host? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like you to... do know. No, no, well, I only know. I've there never been to one. There. there was a blink. There was a blink of like, it was either <laughs> I know and I don't want to say, or I, I, I just don't want to say. Come on. Uh, Let's... Uh... Hello, everybody. Welcome back to... James and Flav for now. I'm so excited about this podcast because the comments have never been fresher. I've never been funnier. And I, you can see, I mean, Allcott has puffy eyes at the best of times, but they are super puffy because I've been crying with Don't laughter at the comments. What? Don't say that about yourself. Do, do I worry? In these, in these tw- troubling times of 2023 where you're not sure what you can say, I thought, it was, I thought there was something wrong with me saying the word puffy. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm, on I'm on edge all the is. time. I'm on edge all is. the bloody time. Um, so much to get through. Uh, we're going to talk about Spurs because they've won a football match. Um, and then uh, after that, probably minimal football chat. I warn you now because so many good comments. We will be um, heading over to I Once Met with a bit of fan fiction. Only Men Know is unbelievable this week. Um, things you did as a kid may quite possibly be that might be the title of this podcast it's that it's that good um but just to be safe we'll have a bit of football chat and um we've got elite sledging which is a new bit flav which could good. be good i think a bit of cricket chat yeah, and um probably okay. the best two slugs in the world i've ever and one in particular is the best slugs in the world ever so we will finish on that um we are doing this live on Patreon right now. Uh, if you want premium content, content, and I use that word specifically, premium content. Oh yes, head over to uh, Patreon for a bit of premium stuff for less than a London pint. Um, there was an exclusive what, what wasn't there this week. It's just premium, isn't it? Just sort That's of fucking good. Like you think good. this podcast? By the end of this, you go, God, that podcast was good. Just take it up a notch. Do I want to be good or do I want to be premium? Yeah, up to you. Yeah, exactly. That's the that's yeah. the question we're starting this podcast with. That's what we're asking. Do you do want to? Are you content or would you like to be premium? And if it, if, it, if it, there's two things you need to do, you need to obviously head over to uh, Patreon and sign up, and get the premium content. <laughs> but you also need to go to the comments below and go, "I want to be premium." <laughs> yeah, that's all I want to see down below. Yeah, uh, as a little, a uh, couple of hooks actually. One is. Um, 
an incredible I did there was an incredible exclusive on the mailbag this week, wasn't there? That people what won't that? be aware of. Well, I don't want to reveal it because it's premium content, love. Well, um, give us a clue because I can't remember. Uh, Instagram. My yeah. Instagram. Oh, people, yes. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, You've been yes. stalked by high-profile... Uh... <laughs> yeah, high-flying football people, okay? Mm. Um, so, yeah, if you want premium content. Also, if you um, if you sign up this week, let's say, I've got about... How many? I've got, like, three or four of the bespoke Jaffan balls. Let's see, how many have I got? One, two, three, three. I've got three. So you can be in the raffle for a Jaffan ball. These, you know, these what, are... What do you want? Yeah. They're handmade by um, a charity in Africa that gives jobs for to, to people making footballs and other things. Mm. And, um, you know, if you'd have bought one when you were supposed to buy one, you would have been helping <laughs> yeah. African people in need. But In all, um, yeah. in all honesty... Now we're just if it giving was, it away for free. Yeah, if it was me, I wouldn't want one. Purely because it, I'll, I'll have it, you know... I'll have it in a room or something, and I'll, every time I look at it, I go, I should have probably bought one, shouldn't I? Yeah, yeah. Every time you look at it, your guilt should be at the forefront of your mind. Yeah, so premium balls. And, and, and sadly, there's no, there's, no, there's no sponsorship this week, so that, that, isn't, that would have been a perfect link, um, but it's not. Uh, quote of the week this week, Alec. He said, I woke up from surgery earlier feeling dire. Checked my phone and saw this had been uploaded. Did put a smile on my face. Thanks for everything you do, guys. Enjoyed my shitty ham, brackets not banana sandwich, at a 60-40 ratio. More importantly, the reason I'm reading that out, Alec, is that I hope you're doing well. Surgery is Well, scary. that was the quote of the week. That was the best quote. Because I, the guy's fucking... The guy's got up from I've surgery. I've had three surgeries in my life. I've had three. Have you? I've had three. It could have been a fucking... It could have been an ingrown toenail. Yeah, good point, actually. You don't know what Alec, it was. Alec, I, I hope you're back to work. On the 5th of January. Um, let's talk Spurs. Let's dive into it because I tell you what, I tell well, you what, it's something. amazing what 24 hours can do. <laughs> 24 <laughs> hours, 15 minutes. Yeah, man. Honestly. I was like, we, I could hear it in the commentator's voice as Tottenham took on Palace. They were like, is there any point in us being here for the first half of this football match? It's only going to get going in the second half anyway. Mess. Um, two, anyway. two, two, two. Uh, I think the first half was fifty-fifty. There were decent chances for both, but the second half was a ten out of ten performance from Tottenham. But, but, like, like we won a game of football, right? It's, it's, it's great. It feels good as a fan. You need those wins, but it, it's just a game of football one. But what was interesting inside the Spurs fraternity, specifically inside my uh, my brother's WhatsApp group. I've got five brothers, all Spurs, right? Right. And we're like, in a half time, you're like, we're shit. Well, we're just, obviously, we're shit. Everything's shit. There's no even point watching the second half. Within 15 minutes, first one, brothers went, we're back. It's we amazing, are back. isn't it? <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you know what? Everyone, hey, can everyone just calm down? Because we've got something going on here. 4 I mean, nil. I couldn't believe it. I watched, I watched the first half and... Yeah. Stupidly turned it. Well, not stupidly turned it off. There's other things to do, but I turned it off because I was just like, "Well, this is this is pretty dull. I'm going to leave it. You know, watch Atlanta instead." Um, and then I could I couldn't believe that it was four nil. It was mad. We, so we, I mean, obviously we were prolific and we put away every decent chance we had. We had a couple more as well. It could have been more, but you know, in, in terms of delivering. On mm. XG, and we we over delivered, right? So I saw it that. Was, yeah, 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 and 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 any no one 
it's very rare for you to get four XG. Like it's like so two. That's true. Two point. I think we we're. I think we we're. At 1. You've come 7. a long way, Flav, haven't you? When was the moment where you went XG's not a pile of nonsense? I've, I've always, I've always liked it. I don't think I've okay. ever. I, I hate a lot of stats, and I think like people overplay stats, and a lot of people pretend to know a lot about football, but really rely rely heavily on statistics to understand the game. There's they're useful, mm. but they're not they're not as significant as everyone bangs on about. Yeah, and yeah, people make. Yeah, and people make themselves look really intelligent. Oh, you must know football when really they're just regurgitating the stats that they've read. Um, but XG, <laughs> XG, you fe- you XG, yeah, <laughs> XG is um, XG's good. XG's good. It makes sense. It makes complete sense. And um, anyone who really hates it is uh, needs to you know, open their mind a little bit. Anyway, yeah. but. Yeah, it was superb. It was a great performance and we needed it. But the funny thing was like, like before this game, everybody, you wouldn't have found a Spurs fan that, that, that didn't, that didn't hate watching Spurs. Like I, I, I woke up yeah. on Wednesday morning and went, ah, oh, that's good. I've, you know, I'm in the middle of dry, I mean, half a week into dry January. I feel good, not hungover, I feel energetic. Oh, fuck. Spurs are playing tonight. It's that, it was that, uh, that mentality. And you saw some of the, um, you know, there's a big ha- uh, hankering or a movement towards um, Enoch out and, and getting Daniel Levy out of the football club. It's growing. The groundswell is happening. So why um, is that growing? Because that's what I want to get to. Well, I'm, what I'm is interested. The truth in, of all I, of I, I can I can tell you, but I, I'm okay. interested in what you you what what do you think from a QPR's perspective? I don't I don't know enough about look, what are they moaning about with the. Well, what the do, you, do you? Well, am I asking you? What do you think that Daniel Levy? Do you think it's a good thing that Daniel leaves at our club, or do you think he should? We would be better off with another owner. Just from a complete, okay. like an unbiased neutral. Right. From a complete unbiased, not knowing any sort of cold duggery or conspiracy exactly. theories. I would. I. I think he's a really good owner. I think he's a really good owner who's time again been ambitious in terms of the commercial element of the club, ambitious in an understanding of how that needs to be done, which means by getting the best stadium in the world needs to yeah. be ambitious in terms of the managers that you bring in. And he's done all those bits. And the next bit is spending money on the players, which he did a decent amount of in the summer. So I yeah. think he's, I think he's, I think I don't, Enoch, I don't really, I don't really know. Enoch is Daniel Levy, effectively. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. he owns 30% of Enoch. <laughs> the rest is owned by Joe Louis, who is, oh, okay. who is old and lives in the Palmas. Right. So, yeah, so I don't, I mean, am I, am I miles off there? You're, I, I think, I, I think you're spot on, pretty much, more or less. I think there is a there is um there there is there is definitely a gap between what Arsenal have done in the transfer market and what Tottenham have done. Since 2016, we've spent I can't remember the figures exactly, but around 350 million euros um in in speculation. So that's in net spend, yeah. Yeah. Arsenal have spent about 170 million euros more than that, and I spe- that most of that happened in the last three three transfer windows. Yeah. And now you can see Arsenal top of the league. So I, I, I agree with you. And I think that I think a lot of people, I'd be interested to know in, in the comments below what people think, whether or not they think, if they don't support Spurs, whether or not Daniel Levy is a good chairman. Forget like bias, club bias, just whether you think he's done a good job with Spurs and whether you think he can deliver trophies. And that's, that, that in there is the problem. Is, because... it, is it where sometimes, because like people have been talking about Everton and their board as well um, and, the, and the mess that they have. And... 
both positive or negative you can you can focus or like kind of hang your hat on certain things so i heard a guy talking about spurs earlier in the week and he was saying that the reason they're not happy with the board is that when they kind of get nearly there and this is i think this was in the aftermath of or right in the middle of brentford beating liverpool 3-1 but they he was saying that we kind of get close and then we don't go and get that extra player that we need. Like in, in 20, you know, the Pochettino era, we should have gone and done exactly, it. Yeah. So, yeah. so I guess one side of that is that, which is which is fair. And I remember everyone kind of saying that. But I guess the long-term point of view is that, surely, is that the stadium was happening and, yeah. the, and the money tr- tr- either truly wasn't there or you would hope... There's we had like to loan a, a lot of money. We had to loan right. huge amounts of money to build it. So, so it wasn't like there. a 15... Because the like the other side of it is Everton right now. So with Everton, they the thing that um, they will go is like, well, hang on, what about the stadium we're making? What about the stadium making? But they're, they're, the Everton fans are going. So sorry, the point I'm trying to make is that the stadium can be kind of used to kind of understand Explain the lack of spending, yeah. Yeah, yeah, or it can go paper over the cracks of it. With Everton, they spent loads of money and are getting the stadium done, but spent the money so badly that you can't yeah. just have, well, they're getting a stadium sorted out. They're good owners. That's not enough. You need to be offering a little bit of both. With Tottenham, well, yeah, I yeah. feel like they are. Well, we during that stadium, well, when we were building the stadium, we were in the Champions League. And if it wasn't that, we were close. Um, we went on a, we went on a uh, Champions League final run. Yeah during times where we weren't spending money. So the difference between us and Everton is that Everton have Lampard's manager and they look like they're going down, whereas Tottenham have always managed to compete. compete. And if you remember, Arsenal had to do for many, many years when they had built the stadium, were paying it off. Similar sort of situation. But the, 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 the fact is that people who are staunchly Enoch out don't really care about the stadium, I don't think. Or maybe they do care about the stadium, but they want all the players as well. Yeah. And I don't think they think, they think that that, that Daniel Levy underspends, I think, and he needs to speculate a little bit more. And fundamentally, I think that they think that Daniel Levy's focus isn't really about, about winning trophies. It's merely about profit margins and right. making sure that the club is in a good place to, when it's been sold to re- maximise the amount of money getting out. Now, you can understand from their perspective why that's an issue, because... We don't care about how much money Enoch make eventually when they sell Tottenham Hotspur. What we care about is potentially winning trophies. Now, if Daniel Levy isn't willing to speculate in the same way that Arsenal have over the last three three transfer windows, then that is an issue because there's a stalemate there, isn't there? There's like, let's finish fourth, that's enough. So I can understand what they're saying, but we don't know that that is Daniel Levy's motive because he hasn't had the, the time to spend the money that we have available, I think. So we have to give him the next two transfer windows. And if after that we spend in the next two transfer windows 100 million over both of them, net spend, mm-hmm. then you might look, well, he's clearly not interested in us winning the league. Right. He's not interested in us competing. But you've got to give him those windows. Because yeah, for sure. the last two he's, the last, the last two he's bought, he's bought Basuma. We've, uh, so, so we've had... Um, Everyone said you had an amazing window, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, no, we did have. I, I think so, but there were Spurs fans even then saying we needed one, one or two more. Yeah. Anyway, look, um, that we we bought uh, Bentancur, Kulusevski, Basuma, Perisic, um, Romero. We had to pay fifty million for this year. Uh, Richarlison, Longley. So that's 
eight first mm. players that are playing in our first team. That's not insignificant. And that's 130, no. 130 million euros net spend. Because that was the so, question I was going to ask you this week was, so Arsenal have spent that money, like what feels like smartly, and it feels even smarter when, of course, the results are coming, the performances are there. You yeah, can yeah, see yeah. the performances. You can see sure. all that stuff, right? But the question yeah. I was going to ask you, and you know, it was like, with the squad... I always think like, so like QPR this week, right? We played Luton. We played Luton. We lost 3-0 and we were, we weren't, we weren't great, but the goals, they, they scored a goal early on. We, we sort of didn't get, then we started to get going. Then they got a, a, a sort of, you know, rubbish goal. And then they scored an absolute screamer in the second half. And we were sort of knocking at the door with a lack of confidence in the team in that game because of the game state a little bit. But I sort of walked away and I was like, everyone's like, God, we're rubbish, we're rubbish, we're rubbish. And yeah, we were kind of rubbish, but we weren't a million miles away but from... But you could see... Yeah, yeah, that game could have... You could see... We could have got lucky see how that game could have Exactly. And then we played Sheffield that United. That is a lot of football games. That is yeah. a lot of football games for a lot of teams. And we went to Sheffield... We played Sheffield United on the Tuesday and it was one where, before it, I don't know if you've ever had this, where like the whole... Everyone's like miserable about the club and but you just weirdly about four hours before kickoff you go you just have this like we're gonna win tonight oh, i've decided yeah. i just i feel it because isn't that football that we would go and win tonight and i messaged my dad and i said we're winning tonight i'm telling you i'll tell you we're winning and i sort of like i was trying to like in and i, I was I, when i go to qpr now a few people go oh hi like they say hello or whatever and so I was sort of saying that same thing is he literally walked off all right turn the heat off the top <laughs> Um, so, so I sort of, yeah, I was like, we're winning tonight. No, 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 we're fine. We're fine. And then I looked at the team. I was like, Christ, how are we winning tonight? But then we scored a goal from a bit of a deflection oh. and they all, and like, we started to play well. Sheffield United, who was second, have got a great squad, played really, really average. And my point, what it made me think about is the baseline. You're always like fluxing between being better than that or being worse than that. And if you can get, a, you know, a nice set of, games then results then a lack of injuries and a good manager that can get the best out of a team then you can play you know you can get the uh an above baseline set of performances consistently so the question i wanted to ask you with spurs is how good is the baseline the six out of ten level of performance for this this Spurs squad or your starting eleven? Because when I see Ben Davies, I don't want to have a go- mm. or Matt Doherty. Maybe it's just because they've got British names, yeah. <laughs> but like or Davinson Sanchez. I I still yeah. think, you know, and the game yesterday when you well, I watched the watched the highlights of match of the day. I, I'm looking at. It, I'm thinking, thank you must go. Thank God we've got Harry Kane. Like Look, he what, is the game. So his baseline is so high and everyone else's, it, it's not that great. No, no, you're right. And and, and a lot of, uh, uh, look, we, we're missing Ben Tancor, as you can see on the right. Sorry, who, Matt Doherty is Irish. He's not British. I know that will rile a lot of, of Irish people. Right. But but look, 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 there's a couple of things. Matt Doherty actually has come on leaps and bounds from when he first signed, which I thought he might be the worst footballer I've ever seen along yeah, with Timothy Atuba. He's come on leaps and bounds under um, Conte, but we do need we do need to upgrade a lot of people. Um, you, you, if you look at a front that we've got, a, the baseline of our defence is low. It's probably mid-table. You know, we, you could argue if Romero isn't playing, 
we've probably got the weakest defense in top 10, maybe. Um, Interesting. And, and, but we're missing yesterday. They're kind of looking, looking at our first team. You're looking at going, if we get a point or, or if we get a win here, this is a really good result mm. because at Hoy you've got Skip, who's barely paid or barely played in, in a year. Um, you've got, uh, 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 Brian Hill, who has is like his second Premier League game he's ever started. He, yeah. he, he, he technically very very good, but so lightweight. Is he one of those? Miss- you know, I always think there's a. I always think in the Christmas period there are players that get game time, and then you don't see them when it gets to like like because there's just so many games mm. that that certain players and squad players or youngsters get an opportunity. Is that but Brian? Brian Hill is our backup to Kulisevsky. Yeah, that he's okay. he's the, and Kulisevsky's got the muscle injury. But look, a Tottenham team with Ben Tankor and Kulisevsky is much the, the baseline is much higher. You'd expect a lot more. But you're taking those two players who turned our season round when they signed for us last last January. Mm. Um, we were in, I think it was in eleventh when they signed, or maybe tenth when they signed. Much worse a position than we are right now. Yeah, they signed and we finished fourth in the cha- in Champions League places. We won five out of our last six games. They 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 are difference makers. They are important to us in their respective positions as Huminson and Harry Kane. And both of them haven't played. Uh, ben Tancor got injured uh, injured during the World Cup and has been out for a month. And Kulisevsky's missed half the games at Spurs this season with mm. little injuries. So the baseline is, I would say, around sixth, fifth. But if we overperform, we would finish in the top four. I think it might be a might be a little bit out of our reach now. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, get a couple of players fit. I think part, well, but part of it in terms of finding the like, you know, like we're saying about that baseline, and then getting the best out of a team as well. It's like fucking sort yourselves out in the first half of games. That's that's like it's a mindset, isn't it? Like it's, I can't, the, me, I I don't understand it. I, I've tried to understand it. We talked about it on the podcast for hours, and. It just, it just must be a tactic, just to go out there, contain, and then let them use up energy. We saw it against Brentford, where they really tired. I mean, they went two 0 up, but they really tired because they were pressing and using the space that we were giving them. And they thought this is an opportunity for us, and they took it. They went two 0 up, but the second half they really, really started to flag, and Spurs looked really bright. Spurs, Spurs have run only second to I don't know who who runs the, the furthest per game. The Spurs are second currently. So we know we have the energy to play through till 90 plus minutes. So that is in our locker. And if you are significantly fresher in the second half when teams concede typically, mm. then I can understand it. But you need, in order to do that, you need a defence that's a, 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 a able to withstand pressure from fresh players. And that isn't fucking, isn't Ben Davies, isn't Dyer, isn't Longley really. It's, we need, we need, like we need world-class centre-backs essentially if we get those world-class centre-backs I'm not saying I'm I'm not saying we can challenge for the league I'm not saying that but if we get them I'm not saying that yeah um what I would say what what I would say like if we've got Bastoni Bastoni and Guardiola with Romero Mm. I'm not saying it. I'm just saying if we get them, I'm not saying that. Yeah. Um, but there was, there's funny, one more thing to, before we finish on Spurs is we... Uh, it's, it's, so, it's, so, it's funny what one result does. It really is. It's mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. It's mental. Like we're going, I can't see where we're going to win another, another game this season, let alone 4-0. And anyway, afterwards, we're going... 
Do you know what, boys? I think I think we can do Arsenal. Yeah. It's so <laughs> one result and then you're like, we're gonna beat the best team in the league, hands down. You literally like um, you look like win a game and you look you look up, don't you? You lose oh, yeah. a game, you look down. If uh, we look if we have if we have Ben Teng, look the team that went out yesterday, Arsenal would beat us probably eight times out of ten. If we if if we have Benzenkor and Kulisevsky back, then it's probably 50-50. Probably. That why I lane is different. But what I would say is mm. if we do win, if we do, I'm just putting this out there, right? It's not, we're just talking ifs, you know, buts and maybes, right? Sure, sure. If we beat Arsenal and then we lose to Man City, which is the dream, Right. right, that's the dream. That's the dream. Yeah. What, what's the gap? The gap's like what's that? If they win their game against Chelsea, well, that's thirty-nine. See, that's, yeah, that's forty-two. That's two points. So, like, so, I mean, suddenly, two points. The league with the game in hand. You think the league? Well, well, hang on, hang on. Go with on, their game in hand, City go above them. If they win all their games, like, look, right now, if you told me if you could beat Arsenal and you lose to City at Main Road, uh, sorry, at uh, Etihad. Mm. And Manchester City win their game in hand. I think my maths is correct in saying that they will go above them by a point. Is right? This is what I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated to see how the next next month or so goes. Because there's a there's always a moment every season. There's a tensing up, and it's there are certain people. If we look at the so if things true to form, right? So one of Fulham, Brighton, and Brentford will go will continue to go on a really good run, right? And then it will get to a point where we'll have a conversation around late February, maybe, of one of these guys could actually finish sixth. And at that point, when they start to get them. a bit of, when they start to get a little bit of like spotlight around them, they will plummet and they, and they will tense up because they'll be like, they're just sort of like, I don't know, it's like Alice in Wonderland. They're just like bouncing about. And then they go, oh, actually, there's, I don't know what I'm talking about, but like there's the yeah, Holy Grail. Even. I'm mixing up my things. But like, so those things, and so Arsenal, Arsenal, it's still like, well, no, the title's miles away. Don't worry no. about it just yet. But at you some you stage, to... there will be a gentle tensing up. They, no, no, there, are, there, aren't, there isn't an Arsenal fan out there, and there shouldn't be an Arsenal fan out there that doesn't think they're going to win the league right now. There shouldn't be. <sighs> I, I think that's not true. What, what, why, what, it would be a ridiculous capitulation. It would be one of the biggest bottle jobs in the history of the Premier League. What, Look at them win the league from this position. Yeah, it would be pathetic. I, 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 those sweet, sweet gunners. I'd have to disagree. They've been sweet up to now, but will oh, they no, no, no. Sweet? if will they're that sweet, they should be winning the league. Oh no, they, you're right. You're right. They should be. They should be winning the league for me. If they don't, God, it's going to be embarrassing. Really. Yeah, it's going to okay. be tough for them on Twitter if they don't win the league from here. Yeah. <laughs> Turn that off. Turn that off. Um, I've got to go. Look, full disclosure, I've got to go on. Uh, I've got to go. Actually, I'll, I'll save it. I'll save it. I'll, give it. I'll tell you off here. Okay. Um, um, I'm also, though, I'm intrigued <laughs> to see if Newcastle tents up as well. Because, again, the status quo would be, man, since you finish above Arsenal, man, man, United. I'm not saying I want this thing to happen. I'm just saying this is what generally happens. You have teams that have, like, let's talk Burnley. Back, you know, Burnley finished seventh, fine. Wolves, maybe last year, were, maybe the year before I think it was last year like go on a decent run and then start to tense up when they can see the finish line a little bit that will 
play on some of these guys' minds, I think. As as will the opposition as well. The opposition will kind of turn up, but that's why it's going to be class. West Ham are struggling, aren't they? Anyway. They go down. Yeah? West Ham and Everton. Paqueta, Rice, Skamaka. If they start playing Skamaka properly, let him do his... Let let him cook. But that's what he does. He does... he scores those kind of goals all the time. Anyway, uh, enough of this nonsense football chat because we've got to talk about lots of other things. Um, let's make our just, way. I just want to say, like Cameron Fraser, just before this is this is a nod to the um, to the mailbag we do with the Patreon, the premium content, and he was talking about. I wonder if we could revisit the conversation about premium unleaded because I put it in my car. We can, but yeah. just not now. You got to go over pa- Patreon to do that. Let's talk about premium unleaded premium content oh because i use it wow he okay. uses it yeah yeah so cameron a, on the mailbag <laughs> so part of the yays we basically discussed the we discussed the deep issue so end of football chat guys if you don't really like the rest of the podcast now's the time to leave um <laughs> yeah if you like football then now's the time to leave now's the time to leave. <laughs> yeah <coughs> apologies um yeah on uh, this week's mailbag we were talking about the the strong uh, the, the issue of premium unleaded uh, petrol and the fact that I've never used it and I don't know anyone who has and I don't understand why it's there I, but I have a bit of a theory actually that they were filled up as a bit of a you know some sort of trend guff thing and then no one's ever used it so they're all just still there in all the petrol stations but a camera well, says I, he's I think used that it. it's the same yeah he says it's, it would be interesting to see what he says but I I, I think um I Sorry, just with that, petrol. Cameron, just put it in the comments of the mailbag when we ask for questions on Patreon next week. I think it's the same. I think it's the same petrol. They just fill it all up with the same stuff and just put premium on one, and some yeah. idiot fills it up. Or put a different scent in it or something. Make it smell yeah. loads like petrol because everyone loves that smell, right? Just me. Mm. Okay, here we go. Uh, Jim Big Laugh Award. <laughs> Jonathan Smith said this. Surely at this point gents there needs to be a live pod at fleet services for a meetup everyone half miles for it and a cheeky nosh bosh do you know if we uh, the reason this made me laugh was i I get a picture from from (coughs) from fleet services i'd say once every twice a week yeah Okay. Oh, I got. I get it more often. Right. I think because I've, 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 I've taken pictures myself at fleet services. People are more inclined to send them to me than you, Jim. Right. Of the well, it's, a, it's a premium uh, pit stop. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's flab yeah. thinking about any other services apart from fleet services. Uh, what made me laugh was the thought of if imagine if we did a live pod at fleet services, and then. They'll be like, and that's and that's the end of the pod, and they'll be like, <laughs> they'll be like, a, they'll be everyone a just goes. And they, right yeah. But no, I don't. <laughs> but actually, I don't think it'd be like that. I think it'd be like because obviously we're going we're going down this road for so long with this joke. There will be like a rippling of applause, and then just a horrible awkward silence of like. So he's going to go first. Yeah, yeah. So we. It's like is it's a, like is a it, off a joke, or is that a real thing? Well, it's like if, if you're, you're an old, you're an old. Are we? Um, <laughs> one of our, you know, one of one of our guys are actually up for it. Like, so are we gonna. Go <laughs> no, James, James it's like it's like I don't know if you've if I don't know if you've ever been to an orgy before, but you don't want to be the first bloke with his trousers around his ankles. <laughs> Yeah. What, someone else hey, to go first. what is orgy etiquette? Is there orgy etiquette? Is there like what? Do, how does it work? Who who kicks it off? Is it the host? 
I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like you do know. No, no, like well, I only, I've there never been to one. There was a moment there. There was a blink. There was a blink of like, it was either <laughs> I know and I don't want to say, or I, I, I just don't want to say. Come on. Uh, Let's uh, no, there isn't. There's no stories. But the I do know. I do... <laughs> yeah, power move. James Warner says power move. Go first. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I, do, I, do know, I do know. Of, I do know of someone who has been. To, to one in Finchley, and um, it was it, there my, were my my, um, it was, my sister it was, works it was, it was and always... my my wife used to work in Finchley, which is concerning. <laughs> um, yeah, but you, you get in based on your looks, right? Right, so you don't you, you have to be vetted before you go in. All right, so they what like not too good and... looking. <laughs> like the not like, like yeah, no, the opposite. You have to have six out of ten. Yeah, and whether you're bringing a partner or whether you're on your own, and they, they have a quota for the amount of men they're allowing, that sort of stuff. And um, Good. when he arrived it, with a, a girl, it was already in full swing. Right. There were rooms. There were a dark. There was a dark room. Mm. There were other rooms. You, yeah. Oh, if there's different rooms, maybe maybe there's a sort of a bit of an organisation beforehand where they kind of go, go right, guys. If you you go over to the um, infrared room. And you guys kick off in the other room, just to yeah. just to sort of just to help get it, you know, get the juice. There were some rooms that just just um, you know those kitchen neon kitchen lights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They were depressing. <laughs> those rooms were depressing. I watched a documentary on Channel Four about it, and it was so funny because there was a couple. There's a couple that the woman had really pushed it. She was the one. Yeah, who and, really. And the husband weren't. It. I've seen it. Right, and and, and, and husband's then, like and looking no one, at him, and, he's... and and no one really wanted to get involved with them, and they were just sort of sat there, and they were like really upset and like sulking, whilst oh, everyone else, bloody... whilst in like leather chaps or whatever it bloody was. Oh, there was there was one I saw in Las Vegas. This woman <laughs> with who looks a bit like my nan. who had like a, a curly perm and really big glasses. She was well into it, bang into it. Turns up in all her like levers and stuff, and her husband just weren't. And you could really? see in his eyes, he just hated it all yeah, it's horrible one is to go home and cuddle um yeah. so yeah that made me laugh conor mclean uh, on the topic of weird names for your private parts a friend of mine told a story about how a policeman so this was last week's podcast or a couple of weeks ago go back and watch it if you uh if you've missed some of these bits um i was saying that as a child we used to call a vagina a mini moo um, anyway, he says, uh, on topic of weird names for your private parts, a friend of mine told me a story about how a policeman came to his class in primary school to give kids the, the talk about what to call their parts. Is that necessary? Need policeman. to get the police in for it so they what? can report it properly if they get assaulted. <laughs> what? Because so, surely if the teacher goes, teacher goes, call it, you know, if something were to happen, guys, just to be clear, just make sure you call it the actual names of it. And they're going, mm. Who are you to tell me which what words to use? I want to hear it from a policeman, please. So they brought someone in. Someone with authority. Yeah. The policeman got the boys of the class to all say uh, what the word they and their family use for penises. Apparently one guy said snorkel. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of a little kid's dad going, yeah, that's just snorkel, mate. Uh, has been living in my friend's head rent free. That made me laugh. And uh, Tom Toogood, we need the football chat indicator back. This is getting ridiculous. I just found, I just found, this is getting ridiculous. It's a football podcast. Um. Anyway. Uh, oh, yeah. And sorry, uh, Loki Doki, who's a uh, FM YouTuber. <coughs> bloody good lad. 
um, we were talking about Harry Styles. I was saying Harry Styles is my kind of guy. It's the kind of guy I just like. Who you like to be? Not necessarily. You just want to I'd be, like to be with. with, like lay down with and cuddle. Just, yeah, well, yeah, and play that part if necessary. Um, Loki said, um, <laughs> Henry Cavill for me. Uh, we share the same interests, <laughs> and he looks like a good cuddler. And after, we can play some Warhammer 40K. <laughs> yeah. I haven't heard of War- Warhammer 40K since I was about eight years old. I used just, to love it. Yeah, just Never go, could figure out how to play it. Go check out uh, Loki Doki's channel. Um, and Because... Uh, uh, obviously, I know what uh, Loki Doki looks like, so uh, I could then imagine him with Henry Cavill um, having a lovely cuddle, which made me laugh. Um- cool fact: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss wow nice yeah what you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on bomba socks underwear and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds yeah that plush and the best part for every item you purchase bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Oh, right, Samisms. So Samisms high up in the running order. That's how good this week's podcast is. I'm surprised about how many people still send in Samisms. Like, it's all the time. Yeah. But this is something that's been going on for close to five years now, maybe six years. Yeah, and it's... it's it's crazy, but and and we now have, I'm proud to say, a lot because there's like there are Samisms, but there's nothing more pure than a Samism from Sam, and Sam got in touch. <laughs> it was it, was it Sam? It is. This yeah. is where it came from. This and is it, so. This is this is this is the the the, the these this is the, the what would you call it the the founding father of Samisms. Yeah. This is someone that when we was in the Bull Street office. Many, was, many moons ago. Which named he after would him. Come his name's with, Sam, isn't it? His name's Sam. Sam Peoples. <laughs> we would have a list on the wall. Sorry, hang on. Sorry, time. this whole time, Flav, have you been thinking I just made up a name for this thing? His name's no, Sam. Just, That's why it's called a Sam. I'm just saying, I know, but you're saying this so far from when we first thought about yeah. it that people won't know that, it, that this is the Sam okay. and what it was about. So, yeah. So, on, play, play so the clip. Did, hang on. What did he say? He basically said, he said that he'd done one. Okay. Actually, I want to find it quickly. Here we go. Um, where is it? Sam said down. it. I can't find it. Down, down, down. down that was man. it. Oh, okay. Oh, no, that's the actual name of it. But it basically right. said, I've done a particularly good Samism on the pod I've just recorded. I replied, please, please send me the clip. He did send me the clip. It wasn't worth me searching. Um, but here is the clip. So I haven't heard it myself. Let's see if you can hear the Samism. Um, can't wait. Here we go. Are you sure it's a clip? It's a clip. It's fine. 17 seconds. Here we go. Good, good. Enjoy. Mate, I've been saying that, man. United need to go out there and test the waters just in case 
they bite at the idea of taking him off their books for like six, eight, six months to help their to help balance their own sheets. Uh, not balance their sheets. <laughs> balance balance their what? sheets. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, balance the sheets. Good bless. Not his best one, you know. I, I will say that. For some of you, that might have felt like an anticlimax. When you hear it, says when you hear his voice doing it, it's just delicious. Absolutely, he's actually he's on TikTok at the moment, uh, so I'm sure you'll be able to find him there. What his Amazon's Amazon. on there as well? Good because it's bound to do something. He doesn't. He does so many. He doesn't even realize. Yeah, he um the best one is always the Friday one when we did the live stream. So all right, guys, have a great weekend. Bye bye. Anyway, <laughs> that's it. Enjoy your weekend, guys. Have a great Friday. Good feelings all around <laughs> I, didn't, I never understood why Sam had to finish it as well. <laughs> happy feet no happy feelings <laughs> which to be fair describing a Friday that's pretty accurate there are yeah. happy feelings all around, all around yeah. well, I thought it was lovely just, just, but when it do, just, do you remember I think I was sitting there with you and when he said it <laughs> that, that clip if anyone go and find that on the 10 o'clock it was on a Friday obviously 10 o'clock what was it called the 10 o'clock news yeah yeah, it was a breakfast show we used to do Fresh on Ball Street. The wall, just try. Yeah, but just try. 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 Okay. Um, so uh, Fergus Powers has got Samson as well. Great Samson heard the other week on a Teams call with a couple of my colleagues and our manager at work. My manager said that too many spoons spoil the broth. Too many spoons spoil the broth. Of course, we knew he meant too many cooks spoil the broth. I imagine too many spoons do spoil the broth. If they're all sticking their spoons in, then... Yeah, yeah, good point. Um, it works. Uh, top comments. Uh, gee, I wanted to get your reaction to this. Don't read it. Don't read it. Don't look at it. Um, okay. Mac and Cheese Gaming said, Flav is such a wet wipe whenever Arsenal are doing well. I love it. It means I don't have to buy salted butter for my morning crumpet. I can just use my regular butter. And some of Flav's delicious, divine, salty, salty tears. Yummy. I, I'm, I'm here for it. I like See, it. I, I mean... knew you'd react like that. I knew you'd say <laughs> that because there was a comment underneath from um, uh, Ed who said, grow up. And I was no. thinking, no, that is not how Flav would react no, to that. Comment. That's not the attitude. Look, I, it's not. I, I wouldn't say I was a, I'm a wet wipe, but I, I, I would. I will find ways to to um, somewhat. I'm not. I'm, you can't expect me mac and cheese to say, "Oh yeah, well done." I don't. You don't want that from me, surely, and I don't want that from you if we're doing well. This is what it's about. Yeah. And do you know what I mean? Like, if you enjoy it. You, then, 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 fair play. But I don't think you do. I don't actually think you do. Like, if I'm, if, 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 if Spurs fans are finding a way to lessen what you're doing instead of just saying, which is the fact, Arsenal have been incredible this season. You can't deny it; they have. But if I take put my Spurs hat back on, I'll, I'll actually say, you lot going to bottle the title this year? Well, so you see, this is the thing. The, the the we're now we've turned the corner. We're in the new year, and what we see in the distance, as much as you kind of obviously don't want Arsenal doing well, when you're seeing them doing as well as they are, yeah. does it make you get excited about the, the fact that if they don't win it, and and that day when that day happens, when the confirmation is there, how how juicy that will be for you? You must be excited. Honestly, I won't. I won't say a word. I, I, look, if 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 that is a, look, 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 that look. is the biggest lie you've ever said, ever. Well, I mean, on here, I will. We'll talk about it. But no, I'm not going to Twitter. Twitter you'll going, be ah. all over it. No, no, I won't. I won't. I promise. And and that's not me giving them respect or saying you know or or, or not wanting them. Like, I'm I'm done with it. Once they're not won the league, forget it. 
I don't give a shit. And the thing is, what's what's great about this position and difficult for Arsenal or anybody going for the league, Liverpool, when they were going for it, is it's easy for me to go, oh, what if you bottle it? It's not it's so easy just for me to say it. And it's much more difficult for Arsenal to continue to go on to win the league. And if they do, so what? I just said that four, four months ago. Arsenal are in a situation which everybody, all fans want to be in. All fans want to be in this position. You have to be in... A title race, if you can be in it, yeah, for going sure. through it is fucking agony. That is it. That's that's we were talking about that earlier in the week, weren't we? It's so horrible. It's so horrible being in the lead. <laughs> a lot of things like like with QPR, we're like we were beating Sheffield United in the week. And every time I get the ball, I'm just like, this isn't. This is almost like it's not enjoyable, but it could be so enjoyable if we could just get over there, just get over there, over on that past that line over there. And that's that's the great thing about competition, isn't it? It can be like that. It's almost like. You know, we spoke about it with like Liverpool, I say last year, like they were in the running for all these things, and then what did they? They only got the not only got, but they got the FA Cup and the League Cup, right? It wasn't really the ones yeah. that they won. And then all of a sudden, you're like you're a bit disappointed, and it's a bit like it's crazy. Um, what, but what? Just, just, just like go back. It's like, like that's what this is about. It's what rivalry is about. It's about saltiness and trying to get one over. And that's what it's about. It's the yeah, life, and I appreciate the comment. I do. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to get your opinion on this. I thought it'd be interesting. I'm I'm dived into I'm researched this possible probably properly. Sorry, because I don't think I honestly can't handle it. You know, some things are like, oh, that's a bit cringe, and I can kind of watch it, and it's almost funny. There are some things that are so cringe that I'm like, get it away from me. And and for me, I this is it. So Joe A says, I would love to get Flav's opinions reaction to the craze of cringe TikTok football chants. The Darwin Darwin Nunez, Nunez, the Jack 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 Grealish come to mind. There's, I yeah. can't, I honestly can't. I know it goes through me like nothing. Nothing's gone through I, me before. When when he when he says craze, this is just something that goes it explodes on TikTok because it's it Terrific. is so cringeworthy, isn't it? Is he saying that this is a craze <laughs> that's actually filtering into football culture? Because that's I don't know. I know that I know that I saw some videos of kids like. Young young blokes singing the Jack 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 Grealish <laughs> chant as a, as a joke, but it's not being sung in football stadiums, is it? See, see this is the weird thing. If it, if you know it is, we're about then you're with, a cretin, right? Because yeah, we were talking about this with England, and there was one that was like, I think it was like the bells are ringing out as that song, um, but it was like a good song, and it was like, okay, I quite I quite liked it. I was like, I was happy for that to sort of because there's not enough England songs. I mean, it's like, as we said, it's, I think it's a bit of a problem because the more songs you've got, the more, you know, you, people don't get bored. You're not just going, you're singing one thing. Um, but I think the problem, it's it's too posh. It's too sort of choir boy-y. Like, what, if, like you know, is, like the... the just say, specific chant? I'm thinking of about. like, there's the Liverpool guy. I can't, I, I can't remember. I, I know, I'm sorry, I can visualise him, but I don't know. Yeah. So if he, you know, like the guy who's the guy who's basically got a career off the uh, Liverpool, you know, singing Liverpool songs in a Liverpool accent with the guitar and he's talented and all that stuff. Like, obviously, you can get it because it all like fits. And, you know, Liverpool fans are like, yeah, this makes sense. Whereas like this guy just doesn't sound or feel right. If that's fair to say. Yeah, but that, all, these things, these things, um, if they blow up on TikTok, it's not loads of Liverpool fans that hitting like, is it, or or sharing it? Yeah, it's fans of other clubs laughing at them. That's the problem with so much stuff now, isn't it? Like, it's not the power behind it and the exposure behind it. Like previously, 
you know, you had your fans in your people, your bubble, because you couldn't get things out as much. And the groundswell would be from, you know, people with the right intentions. Whereas now something gets bigger. If it's the worse something is sometimes the better it'll do. Like, yeah. And that's what this is, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's just nonsense. Okay. Uh, Right, here we go. Into the really weird stuff now. So I once met, I'll allow this comment, but I'm not sure if I want to go down this road too much. But we'll see. Uh, Nathan S. He says, I once met. During my time at uni, I was struggling for money, so I decided to put myself uh, on adult works as an escort. (laughs) (laughs) I got plenty. Nathan. Nathan, (laughs) yeah. Uh, I got plenty of women asking for services. The odd, uh, the odd in the closet bloke too. Brackets. I was never that desperate. I mean, okay. I'm guessing you're straight, man. Um, one day I was on. One day I answered the phone to an Irish man. He had a lovely, smooth lilt to his accent, so it swayed me. Fast forward two hours, and I was tossing off Roy Keane in the back of his Jag in, in a McDonald's car park on the A3, whilst he whispered, "That's your job," in my ear. <laughs> It's your right. job. It's <laughs> <laughs> your job. As, as, he, as he came to orgasm. It's your job. <laughs> <laughs> Roy Key is so desperate not to give anyone credit, <laughs> even when he's getting getting a sexual favour. No, no. From an no, 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 no. That's your job. That's what it peed. That's what it peed. Nathan, it's your, it's your job, Nathan. Take the money, Nathan. <coughs> like I said, um, a lot of weird stuff. Okay, yeah. I'm going to go sledging before only men know and the uh, kid think because it's mad. Right, so uh, elite sledging. Get your elite sledging in. It can be in any format, any sport. Um, Nitish said this, uh, I can imagine James being an absolute nightmare at Silly Point's short leg. I'd probably lose my head and try to smack at him and end up losing my wicket. I'd maybe win the battle, but he'd always win the war. Thank you, Nitish. Thank you. I could be so annoying. This is about this is about James's sledging when he played cricket. This is what we were talking about last so I was specifically or moved up a team to go and play um, short leg. Just for your sledging. Just to cheer, just to chirp. Um, Did so, you never get like confronted, James, or someone tried to hit you or anything like that? No, it's not cricket, it's kind though, of it? part of it all, and, uh, part of it all. And I never, I, I never went. It was never too ugly. Uh, it was just so irrit- it was mums, irritating. It was just annoying. Yeah. Um, Cameron. The cricket chat takes me back to some of the brutal sledges from my time playing in the slips as a teenager. My favourite was turning to the keeper as a new batsman walks in and saying, oh, I feel bad for this guy. I overheard his dad saying earlier that he fucking hates coming to watch him play. <laughs> <laughs> the, key, the key was to say it loud enough so he hears, but soft, soft enough so that he thinks it's a genuine conversation with the keeper and not a sledge. <laughs> I can't, I can't. Cameron's walking through the parking, the parking, uh, the the car park, and just sees his dad going, "I'm here watching my kid play," and he's banked it. He's banked it. Um, Jack Ungera, got to keep the cricket chat going. Reminded me of many days spent at short leg. He used to say things like this: "What's your leg workout? You're filling that. You're filling out those whites nicely. Well, this bloke's got more blocks than a Lego set." 
or more leaves than a tree. Uh, average chat is always more unsettling for some reason. Uh, so yeah, get your cricket chat in. Okay, really weird stuff now. So uh, things only men know. Um, so I've got a new one, which is a picture. Which is I don't know if you've seen this, um, but there was a lot of um, testicle chat. So we'll get into that in a second. But um, basically, it's it's things that you know only only lads will, will get. Um, th- this got said to be from Reese, uh, uh, which was which was good. I thought. Um, let me show you it. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> completely about, get it. That's about it. <laughs> They're that's playing penalties. Penalties on FIFA, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I haven't done anything like that since I was about twelve. So look, yeah. That's oh, unreal. It's one limb ones generally. It was like, yeah, or like that. I was. Oh, <laughs> What are you doing? Yeah, that was a good one. Do you remember, the, <laughs> do you remember those V-neck tops as well, by the way? Back in yeah, the they're horrendous. Yeah, so I never, I never rocked one of them. Um, oh, yeah, I think I, not that bad, not so, that severe. Um, okay, uh, Lou, Lou GK. Things only men do. <laughs> you get home after a long day of graft. Finally, get getting within distance to sit down on the sofa. And the missus, annoyingly, from the other room, calls your name for some help. <laughs> this is always greeted by a silent sigh and an eye roll and a tilting of your head back. <laughs> 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 this is so good. This, this, oh, this is absolutely brilliant. And if you're too young to understand this, just enjoy your youth. Um, <laughs> pondering for five seconds before... <laughs> Wondering for five seconds before snapping back into pretending to be happy to help. <laughs> oh, this is a fast. reply with a short, yep, yep. <laughs> she reluctantly get off the sofa. The missus is none the wiser. It's so good that. Or you've oh. just sat down. And then yeah. it's, yep. I've so got good. to say, I'm so lucky. So lucky, my missus very, very rare. The only time I actually calls me to do anything is because uh, she's she's only five foot three, so it's just to <laughs> find something off a shelf, which is you know it's fine. Yeah. She doesn't trust me to washing up, cleaning, nothing. I didn't trust you. That's funny. Um, which is fine. So good. I'm fine with that. Harley, things only men know. <laughs> if there's a skid mark left on the toilet, instead of cleaning it up, you can use your piss to get rid of it. It's called power pissing. <laughs> <laughs> See, I see that as part of my job. <laughs> yeah, one of my chores. It's my job to do that. One of my chores. Yeah. When I need a wee, I'll sort that out. I just love that. That at the end, it's called power pissing. Um, <laughs> if you go to a fancy, certain fancy hotels, and if you've not experienced this, hopefully one day you will. And, and when you do, think of me. Um, in certain, there's one in. I think it's in Hoxton. There's uh, certain places they'll have instead of like um, toilet, like smelly things or whatever. Uh, in the urinal they'll just have ice cubes urinal i've seen that before and it's yeah it's great and you're just like how many can i melt <laughs> well this is the thing is how often they put in fucking ice in there yeah. to what end what's the point well i mean they should be keeping an eye on the toilets regularly have well, the yeah, little yeah, sheet what, don't what? they fill in the sheet don't they yeah but That's like such a lie every... isn't it they've just got fill it in yeah change some of the dates and the what? times and we don't have to do it for the rest of the day surely you reckon you if you're 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 on minimum wage going in and checking under the toilet seat mm. and making sure it smells all right fuck that sign yeah, it get on. the fuck out let me let me just well hang on you haven't signed it oh yeah sorry i'll be back in an hour um harry grimes grimes sorry things only men know 
the big man slash fella slash boss man power move. I was in a shop with my girlfriend and the guy said, uh, have a nice day, champ. I'm not ashamed to say I was champ. I was not ashamed to say I was rattled, but she didn't seem to understand what I was upset about. To her, it was a term of endearment. Endearment? I just went Irish there. To me, it was a verbal cock off and I was left hanging in inches. Because what do you do? You go back and make it look weird. He's done the move. He said the word. You got. You got to take it. Yeah. I. I've had a similar situation before where it like calling each other son in my social groups previously was a term of endearment. Son, yeah. right, son, how you doing, son? Or calling someone sunshine as well was also a term of endearment. Right. If people don't know, it's one of the most patronising things you can, you can say. <laughs> and I remember having a conversation with someone I hadn't met over. I think it was like MSN Messenger back in the day. And I was like, all right, son. Nice one, mate. And he went, cheers, son. And I was like, oh, shit. I've upset him now. Yeah. Hey, don't get upset, champ. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. So last a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about um, the different ways to scratch your testicles, essentially. Um, and pinch was, and roll is, is a standard. Yeah, there was the pinch and roll and the backwards rake. And we were like, oh, yeah, can someone I explain the backwards rake? Um, and Greymore has done that. Uh, the backwards rake is where, if you're not into testicle chat, now's the time to switch off, by the way. The backwards rake you, is, is where you take. What uh, did you think there? Well, men's problems, Samazons and fucking sledging chat. And now this is the line. Yeah. This is actually, no, you know, you what? know what? I'm this out. Is, <laughs> football. I'm out. Yeah. Strike three. I'm gone. Um, the backwards you rake. fucking idiots. <laughs> the backwards rake is where you take the back of your fingers and scratch them down your balls in a backward motion. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as good as the pitch and roll, in my opinion, but it has its merits. <laughs> right. Freddie. Uh, I can see it. Not everyone felt the same. Uh, Freddie, as a backwards raker. <laughs> Freddie, could you please change your Twitter vibe to backwards raker, please? Uh, I couldn't imagine a more painful way than pinch and roll. You're in it charge of the hurt. pinch. You know, it's not like you're not getting someone to pinch and roll for you. You you know, it's more it's more about it's more about the it's more about the uh, sort of surface area of the pinch more than the than the the intensity of the pinch. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, you're not trying to hurt yourself. It's just <laughs> just purple bruises all around balls. Um, Jay Carter went. I hold I hold balls and peace at the same time. Shout out to my small kings. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, Max Morris says, there's a third method to ma- massaging your undercarriage. The stretch and the scratch. A vintage message, a uh, method, but somewhat underrated in the ball massaging community. Community. I don't... Stretch and scratch. I, I've never done that. Is that I've never too, done that. How are you... I think you pull out. I think you're grabbing like, the, 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 the loose bit of skin between the two balls and, and then pulling that out. As far as it would go, maybe a couple of centimeters, and, right. then, and then using all... the taut skin to scratch it, <laughs> kind of like when you got Harry Kane to stretch your that England shirt, yeah, and sign it, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, like a like a sh- yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, and then it's sort of, I guess that's a sort of um, a bit of a backwards rake, like a mini backwards rake. Um, amazing. Uh, oh, only thing, um, no, okay, this is, oh, is this one? Hang on, the man things. Oh, I feel like there's something I'm missing here that's important. No. Okay. 
All right, we'll just keep going. Um, just met on things. Yeah, UCNTZ. I'm currently in Sweden celebrating Christmas and New Year's with my girlfriend. Side note, Swedish food is awful. Last weekend, yeah, last weekend we went... Name, name me one Swedish cuisine quickly. Any, anything. Any, any Swedish food. Meatballs. meatballs. Yeah. But every everyone has meatballs. In, yeah, you're just thinking Ikea, weren't they? Well, they sell it yeah, Ikea. Yeah, exactly. Cheap, cheap 99p hot dogs. 99p hot dogs. Yeah. Um, last weekend, we went to a club. I'll say things men know. Uh, with her and some friends who were visiting from Brighton. The missus and I were dancing when I saw a bloke come up behind her. We made eye contact. I shook my head no once. No. To sh- to- <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You can see it, like everywhere, wherever you are. Yeah. Uh, yep. uh, li- li- like you could do the, you could, everyone could do the. So uh, no. I shook my head no once to show that she was taken, and kept my head uh, in the direction of my girlfriend's single friends, <laughs> who were looking to hook up. <laughs> then gesturing with my eyebrows that they might be game. <laughs> so, so, so it's this. It's this. It's this. Isn't it? It's this. <laughs> and then he and then the other geese was like she <laughs> <laughs> did not did it it's so good um, he wasn't their type but he was very friendly and apparently plays for Bordeaux but he was on loan to a third division French team something beginning with A he gave me his Instagram but he hasn't accepted my follow yet I did end the conversation with I'll sign you on football manager um, yeah didn't need that in bit but I, I enjoyed reading it it was a power move in a way true okay Right, and oh, this is it. Things you did as a kid. This is unbelievable. And what, what I've noticed here, in terms of things you've done as a kid, is it, it seems to be that people just are exclusively eating weird shit. <laughs> like, the, all the comments are just... I did, so... It, How did we come to, to come to this part, Jim? Someone, what, made, what... someone wrote a comment. I, I, forgive me, I can't remember your name now. But he said, let's do a thing of things that uh, you're embarrassed of that you did as a kid i'll go first i ate coins that's right yeah <laughs> so that's i think it's put that in people's minds right <laughs> but this is unbelievable the amount of stuff that people are eating now i'm going to start off with this one because there's unless i'm unless i'm mistaken this is it's a good comment right <laughs> sorry everyone's ill but but there's a typo Just- on the most important word of the whole thing. So just for my own, just to get this fit, like understood. So I'm going to read it out. I just need to see it. Just seeing it in the comments, just what? very quickly. Cameron Fraser went, I used to chew the end of my bunk bed. <laughs> Mate, don't worry about it. Because like, yeah, there's some I'm mad s- stuff. Go on. I'll get to it because there's a lot of comments to read. Catherine is in the chat here. Catherine used to eat tissues. And in fact, she goes, she goes, not not used ones, fresh ones. Okay. <laughs> I, I used, to, I would be in the bathtub, and I used to suck the bath water through flannels. Okay, it's not too bad. It was soapy, um, soapy, lovely, oh. dirty bath water. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay, right. Like, so what? What is the word? It's literally the one typo in the whole thing. It's so annoying. I think, unless it's something I'm not aware of. John H. Talking about stupid stuff you used to do as a kid at work and we were talking about all the normal stuff so things like not stepping on the cracks do you remember this between paving slabs do you remember like you, so i don't know if people have this in in england you have like three you'd have three drains three squares and there's yeah, two you rules walk, you couldn't walk over them 
We couldn't walk up. So the rule at my school was you couldn't walk over the middle one. You couldn't you couldn't walk on the middle one, and he needed to spit on the middle one. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, for good luck. Um, okay, so things like cracks between payment slabs and getting excited about going into an automatic car wash. Uh, trying to get into the spirit spirit of it, as I'm pretty new at the job, I gleefully asked, remember when as a kid we used to arrogant food? The word, ar- I don't know what the word arrogant is. We used to arrogant food. Don't know. I'm going to show people this. We used to arrogant food. Dead silence and worried looks. For some reason, I tried to double down, desperately tried to rescue my already ruined workplace reputation. You know, the gelatine-based ones they used they used to use at school. A colleague breaks the silence with a concerned, no, is it not poisonous? This is how I found out I had been ever so slightly poisoning myself once a week, brackets, when the caretaker would lay new plant food. I think it's autocorrected, right? For three years as a small child, around four to seven years old, I'm pretty healthy now, so I can't have caused any permanent damage. I reckon this must be the reason why I'm the tallest in the family. What's arrogant food? Is it plant food? I don't food? know. I don't know. Okay. Well, John, know. can you just please? Let us know, John. Answer this for me. Okay. But there's all sorts of weird stuff. So, Lewis Bryan, things we did as a kid. Uh, <laughs> when it was icy. Disgusted. Huh? Eat plant food. It may, if you put eat plant food, mate, you might have. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It might be plant food. Uh, when it was icy, they used to put grit salt on the playground floor. I used to eat the salt in private under my climbing frame. <laughs> in private, no one can see. Would you? Would you, Louis? Would you walk past? You know, like the the yellow little bin things with all the grit salt. Sometimes you see it open. <coughs> Louis was just sort of salivating. Oh. Yes. I will say something weird I eat now. Um, I don't know if I've told you this. Um, the kids' formula, the powder, it's like eating like a powdered custard cream. So good. I used, to wo- I used to work at Mothercare, and if I was hungry, I'd go into the stock cupboard, and I'd get this, the baby's food, spaghetti bolognese. Just eat that. <laughs> it was a dream. Good. It was, yeah, good. Yeah, it was well good. Yeah. Didn't need salt. And then you uh, st- just no. step out onto the street oh. and get some from the uh, grit something. <laughs> um, Dale, I used to eat Bonio dog biscuits as a child. I'm not embarrassed about it, though, because I still think they would taste nice. Well, like, well let's see. Do a video on it, Dale, please. Bonio Do dog a video biscuits. eating your Bonio. Daniel Burgess, things I used to eat. Ants. Dishwasher <laughs> detergent. <laughs> just, just a word. It's on its own. Ants. Dishwasher detergent, the powder, possibly lasting damage. Uh, the little packets of silica gel that specifically say do not eat. So it's you, because I was always used to think, who the fuck's going to eat that? Yeah, so why you, does that Daniel? need to be, yeah. Why does that always need to obviously, be marked? Obviously it's Yeah, you've bought thing. shoes. Oh, oh it's come with this. Oh, it's come with a little chocolate. Oh, yeah. Anyway, not that bad as far as I can remember. Right. Okay. What did it taste like? Because it is weird, isn't it? The fact that it says "do not eat" almost makes you uh, uh, like it wouldn't have been something I would have thought of to eat. Like, like this. I don't know. Like, I don't know anything. Like a pen. If if a pen says "do not eat" on it, now all of a sudden I want to eat it. It's one of them. Alfeet twenty five. Things we did as a kid. Me and a friend once ate different coloured pencils to see which each one tasted like. 
I had purple. Munching on a pencil. Fucking hell. Josh Shepard. I used to eat snails. You used to eat snails? We had a garden path. <laughs> we had a garden what? path. And it that became a mecca for snails after some rain. Like most garden paths? Yeah. I don't remember the flavour. I was about three oh. or four years old, but I do remember the crunch and dusty shell bits that would have would have to spit out. Oh my god! I don't know if, though if this makes me a warrior slug, <laughs> general for defeating our nemesis at such a tender age, or a borderline cannibal. Please advise. Well, people do eat snails, don't they, in France? But I've had snails, and they yeah, taste like of garlic earthy, and... and yeah, and they still don't taste right for me. So just crunching on the on the shell. Imagine the parents you're just like just catching them. They're like, "You're a fucking wrongen, Josh. Even as a three year old, you're not forgiven." One way ban. I think he's out, mate. Oh, oh he's gone. Wow. Uh, Joe Kawardine. Weird things we did as a kid. I used to eat pseudo cream straight out of the tub. This went on for years until my brother until caught my me. Brother I caught still, me. <laughs> still get rid of. How old were you? What were you like twenty five? Just like what's well, so I'm saying a bit for sooner. a kid to understand the, the space of years, you must have been quite old. I'm saying twelve. I think it was twelve was his oldest period of eating pseudo cream. My main question is, you know, was this a separate fresh just tub that you're eating, or were you also using this on like your balls and your ass or whatever? Just double dipping, right? Grim. Um, right. We finish off with another wonderful slugs in the wild. I'm just going to do one of these. Uh, we'll do the next one next week. We'll do next week. Because this is a lovely little story. Um, okay. Mr. Ridgecut. I have a... Okay. Hang on. Need a bit bigger. I have a slugs in the wild encounter through mutual friends. So through mutual friends, I met this girl living in Leeds. We would all talk to each other through FaceTime, with a lot of us living far apart. After a while, I could tell we had a slight connection, but I never brought anything up as I didn't want to put us in an awkward position with our friends and I couldn't be sure exactly how she felt. She was a massive Man United fan, with us constantly talking about everything going on in the world of football. Nothing happened for a couple of months until she suggested coming to visit us in Essex. With me and her being quite close, we decided to meet up just the two of us. You could tell we were both quite nervous, this being the first time we had met, but we quickly became comfortable talking about football. During our conversations, discussing the state of the league, she said, I hope someone stops those sweet, sweet gunners. No chance. (laughs) Go on. I was certain she was referencing the pod, but I had to ask. Do you watch James and Fl- the James and Flav pod? Without even answering, she offered me a nosh. No, she didn't. She didn't. <laughs> I'm making up. <laughs> Without even answering, I knew from her expression she watched each week. It was Definitely. slugs at first sight. Oh. <laughs> Since then, we talk about the podcast all the time, and I'm going to be visiting her soon. Things are going great between us, and we've established... This is definitely a more than a friendship thing. But definitely that first meeting and us having the podcast in common helped break down that initial barrier. 
Never thought I'd see the day that a connection with a girl was grown through the podcast. Thanks, guys. Oh. If in some weird world you get married in the future, me and James are coming. Must go, yes. Hundred percent. Yeah. We've got to sort this live show out, Jim. We've got to sort I know, this live show out. I know, I know. But just why is it, why need, is it difficult? difficult? The problem why is, is it so that? difficult. I know. Do you know what it is? I think I've figured it out. We're talent. We need someone to do it for us and we just rock up. That's it, isn't it? But I've done this before. You've you've done live shows, haven't you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I hate them. Joy you know is I <clears throat> hate organising the stuff. And so I try and sort of palm it off to you. And then you don't get it done. No, no, I understand. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. It's the, it's having a venue. It's oh fuck! I have a think about it. I've got to call the bloke, the the, the Tottenham um, Fighting Cock Socials guy, and um, we'll see if we can do it from there. Okay. Anyway, um, right. Yeah, we'll save the slugs in the wild. This other one is very good. Um, for next week um, okay guys uh, if you want to become a patron and enjoy some premium Jeff and content link is in the description we'll do the raffle for those balls um, have an amazing weekend get all your comments in uh, lots of funny ones that was an absolute belter so uh, keep UPR in the FA Cup uh, Fleetwood so we'll probably lose that because it's the third round of the cup that's how it works um, okay right uh, lots of love thank you Goodbye, everyone. Take care. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.